survive the night. Oh God! What's uh what's Gloomhaven? Gloomhaven is like the number one uh tabletop RPG in the world for like the wow. past like three or four years. And I have not touched it yet. It's, it looks like it's like a lot of work to get into. It is, yeah. Gloomhaven is actually the uh, perpetual state that my mind is in uh, 24-7. <laughs> Sweet. That was a good joke. Before we start the podcast, I need to give a little, you know, I messed up last episode <gasps> on the, uh, what was it, Pet Cemetery thing? Yeah. Yeah. Pepperan. And I'm just... I'm sorry to you guys. I'm sorry to the audience. What's going on right now? So we talked about uh, Three Doors Down yeah, and their song Superman. Right. And then I sang a bit of um, <laughs> Jumper and was like, oh, it's the best band. I was thinking Third Eye Blind. Uh... So to everybody, I'm sorry because Third Eye Blind is an amazing band and shouldn't have been. Yeah, they're a lot better than Three Doors like Down that. in my opinion. Three Doors Down has that whole like Creed kind of sound to it where it's just raspy voice. I can hate it. Uh, Nirvana does it too. Uh, I just, I don't like any of it. I think comparing Creed to Nirvana is a, a sin. Yeah, that's that's a stretch. Creed is so good though. Also, I, yeah. I want to shout out Nickelback's a good band. Okay. What is happening right it's, now? It's a good band. Hey, Andy, what's your wallpaper? It looks really cool. I'm just gonna ignore what Ryan just said. Okay. It's uh it's awesome. Covers but of I wouldn't be able to see what's happening on my movies. phone. Look at his background, Ryan. Yeah, I've seen it before. It's like how do you even see your icons? I have eyes. <laughs> it's also weird. I, I just I hate how you just have all your icons up like that. I heard what I said. Icons. Because <laughs> mine's just the plain nothing on it. I hate it. I need no space. I wanted to say something to our audience, too, and I totally forgot, so I'm sorry for forgetting. It, it was good. Maybe. I'm sorry, Third Eye Blind. I know you've got a new album out. It's pretty good. I'm just sorry. Welcome to episode 13 of Survive the Night podcast. My name is Amir, co-hosting with Andy. Hey. And Ryan. Nice. 13, get it? Yeah. Okay. I was uh, about to say Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode of Survive the Night, we're going to be discussing a found footage film called VHS, which I uh, watched this morning, so it's still pretty fresh in my this head. This morning? Yeah. I, I watched it like a couple hours ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on it off the top before we dig into this movie is... Um, it was interesting. There was definitely some some uh, cre creep factor involved in uh, some of the tapes that we watched. Um, overall, I felt like it could have used a little more structure, maybe. It was kind of all over the place in terms of it jumped from tape to tape sometimes, and I wasn't sure what was going on, if they were all connected in the end somehow, which doesn't seem like they were. Um, but it's yeah. called an anthology. 
Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I um, it's the same thing as like found footage movies. Anthologies, I think, fall in the same where it's either going to be really good or mm. just unwatchable. Yeah. I think it's in the uh, good category. I think, I think it's, it's awesome. I think it's pretty good. Like, uh, I just really like the ideas they put forth in, like, this one, the second one. We don't talk about the third one. And then I watched the newest one, VHS 94, which had some really cool stuff in it, too. Still got to watch that. I, I um, was kind of taken out of it to some degree earlier on with just the quality. Obviously, it's intentional because it's VHS. But I found, whoa, uh, later, that door is going to never stop creeping me out because the cat keeps opening it. But later on in the movie, you see um, them use some special effects and things like that. And the quality of the the video actually enhances those special effects, makes it seem more real. Yeah, for sure. Like the glitchy, like... No, more of the, the sort of paranormal stuff that was oh, happening I at see. the very yeah. end. Stop sniffing my bag, cat. Yeah. I mean my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> stop sniffing his sack. <laughs> Okay, so you want to just? I actually put down the synopsis for this. Oh, I one. put I put mine on on it too because oh. I thought I thought mine was funny. <laughs> okay, then go for it. Do the synopsis. A bunch of idiots break into a man's house looking for a particular VHS tape. The movie is presented as an anthology, different stories for each VHS uh, tape found in the room. All stories are presented as found footage. So, directors, there's one for each of the films. Oh, cool! I did it in order because i'm a smart smart boy smart boy yeah you should just uh because it's yeah they're all different directors different writers for each of the yeah. stories presented so uh yeah it's best to just get them all out yeah so okay. we don't have to ever talk about it again <laughs> so we have uh the first one adam wingard he does tape 56 which is like the uh overall arc of the movie mm-hmm. like the uh the in-between stuff uh he did godzilla versus kong oh wow. amazing movie death note I have not watched because I hear it's not good. Uh, Blair Witch from, I think it's 2016, which I actually like the movie quite a bit. Still have to watch. It's pretty good. Uh, He did The Guest, which I believe, Andy, you've watched now, right? I I love it. The best soundtrack I've ever heard in a movie ever. It's the best uh, love letter homage to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It was just, it was really good. And he did uh, You're Next. Which I also love. Which I don't know if I've seen. I think you've seen it and you've like you've said I hate this movie. Yeah, that sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> David Bruckner, he does Amateur Night, which is the first film we see. He's doing Hellraiser 2022, the movie, yeah. Yes, he's doing uh, he did The Night House. Oh, yeah. Okay. And The Ritual. Oh, it's right. that guy, yeah. Oh, okay. Next we have Ty West who does Second Honeymoon. He did an episode for the Exorcist TV show. He did the found footage movie The Sacrament, which is one of uh, one of like the top ones in most people's mm-hmm. lists. It's pretty good. He did The Innkeepers. The movie's all right. And he did Cabin Fever 2. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he also do House of the Devil? But he might have. I really like that movie. So a lot of the directors, writers, and stuff in it are from a, like, a company that they founded and I can't remember like a what collaboration. it's collaboration. Yeah. Is it Radio Silence? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of them will have like almost identical credits. Okay. Yeah. Next we have Glenn McQuaid. He does Tuesday the 17th. <laughs> he does uh, visual effects for Stakeland. Okay. That's 
about it for him. Okay. Next, we have Joe Swanberg. His film is The Sick Thing That Happened to Emily When She Was Younger. Okay. And he was a writer for The Rental, which is a new movie out on Shutter, I believe. Yes. Yeah. I actually liked the Emily segment a lot. Which one was that again? The uh, the web the webcam one, right? That was Emily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then we have Matt Bettinelli Ulpin, who does ten thirty one ninety eight. He's doing the new Scream. He did Ready or Not. I love that movie. It's really good. Uh, Devils Do. And then he wrote a song called Verbal Kint that's in a couple different movies. (laughs) (laughs) Is this it? I don't know. Is the song called Verbal Kint? Yeah. This is is Ska, right? Yeah. I mean, it it might be. (laughs) If it's not, this is even better. (laughs) (laughs) And sorry, who was supposed to be behind Verbal Kint? Matt... Bettinelli Open. Kind of like it. Yeah, you fucking. I know. We'll have to put in a clip, or else people are gonna just hear like <laughs> silence. I could, I could be, uh, yeah, for sure. No, actually, this is recording into uh, GarageBand. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, right. well, you can stop that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Keep it going. Okay, <laughs> so next we've got the actors. Um, Music, uh, special effects and stuff. I look through everything and there's a fucking lot of people. Really? Um, I don't remember there being even much music throughout the movie. There's, yeah, when I looked up their credits, it's mostly just like this movie, maybe Mm. VHS2, some other stuff. Um, Same with actors. A lot of them had only starred in this or have done like small bit parts and like shorts and stuff. So I picked a couple of people that did some interesting stuff. So first we have Lane Hughes, who plays Zach in the Tape 56. He's also in Your Next. He's in Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie one, but he's uncredited. Oh, no. <laughs> really dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Hey, wait. I will fight you. <laughs> so you mentioned um, Adam Wingard as one of the directors. Did you mention that he's actually in the movie as well? Um, I'm not going to mention that he's in the movie, but he is in the movie. Okay, yeah. okay. And uh, like a few of the directors are just in the movie right. as well. He plays a VHS tape. <laughs> Next, we have Kentucky. Kentucky <laughs> Oddly. Oh, I love Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> he plays Rocks again in tape 56. He's in The Sacrament. Uh, we have Simon Barrett, who plays Steve in tape 56. He's in Your Next. He was a writer for Blair Witch, The Guest, and Your Next. So we have Hannah Fearman, who plays Lily from Amateur Night. She's in Creepshow 2021. She's in uh, a bunch of new horror movies that are in, like, post-production and stuff. And obviously she was in the movie Siren, which comes from VHS. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Last, I have here Bryce Burke, who plays The Glitch in Tuesday the 17th. And he's done stunts for Glass... Luke Cage, Jessica mm. Jones, John Wick 1 and 2, Daredevil TV series. He's been in a lot of stuff as a stuntman. Wow. Before we go to Andy, I Damn found, it. I found a soundboard uh, that has creepy sounds like <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, this one is spooky, scary skeletons. Which one of you got the Molly? 
Uh, okay, last one. That was in- more annoying than scary. That was. I know, this is not <laughs> creepy at all so far. Uh, insidious, scary sounds. Oh. Ah, where'd all these bees come from? <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I'm deaf now. <laughs> Go the- ahead, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so VHS, it's like it starts out. Um, it, it's it says in the notes that they're a criminal gang, but like they just seem like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I also I'm seeing that in your notes, criminal gang, and I was like, as opposed to like a gang of old ladies. I don't. What? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they're they're not really a gang. They're just a bunch of idiots, and then they go around. You know, they're they're filming everything while they're doing it, like smashing windows. Mm-hmm. They uh, sexually assault a woman in a parking garage, yeah. which was really hard to watch. Uh, and then at, at some point, wh- what do they do? They they go to they get some info that uh, they they have to go and break into some guy's house to steal a tape that, for some reason, it's just a rare tape that they gotta steal. Hell yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they go, they go into the guy's house. It's there's nothing in it. It's all broken down, and then they end up finding the owner of the house sitting in a chair. They believe he's dead, right? Yeah, they think he's dead. They're like, "Oh, he smells!" And he's sitting in front of all these TV screens. To be fair, he is an old man, and usually old people oh, we're, smell. We're they back do. on that. Okay. It's true. What do you mean we're back? We're back on. We the... never left. <laughs> right. And when did old people stop smelling? Then <laughs> fight me, old people. <laughs> okay. Unless you're It'd like be funny if like an old person comes to your house banging on your door where's ryan well i was gonna say unless you're like jackie chan or like arnold schwarzenegger or something where's ryan <laughs> i don't want that anyway basically this sets up the whole uh, anthology premise uh because each tape that is like scattered around the room uh contains a different story that is like more and more fucked up i will say that it was somewhat of a clever way to have oh, this yeah. anthology be introduced yeah i guess the first movie that it starts with or sorry this story that it starts with is amateur night and it starts with shane patrick and clint are three friends who have rented a motel room to fulfill shane's intent of bringing women back for sex yeah. clint is wearing glasses that have been outfitted <laughs> with a hidden camera and microphone that will allow uh them to turn their Plan encounter into an amateur porn video. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I read a little ahead of your notes, yeah. and I was reading the first sentence of the second paragraph where it says, uh, another young woman, Barfly Lisa, but I <laughs> read it as Barfly. <laughs> <laughs> well. I was like, silly Andy. He doesn't know how to write. I don't know what anything is. Also, trigger warning, there will be dongs. There is? There is at least one dong. Oh, there's a lot of nudity in this movie. I feel like the trigger warning should be like the sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> and the violence. The violence in this movie was so it it almost came off like a snuff film to me at times. I think that was you know? what it was kind of being presented yeah. as. They're bar hopping. While the three men are bar hopping, Clint encounters Lily. A mysterious young woman who appears uh unusually shy and says says little other than I like you. <laughs> <laughs> She got some big old eyes. Yeah, she's really creepy, I I must say. And like you can already see like it's you know something's off with her immediately just because of how she is presented and she's just kind of just hanging out in the corner staring at everyone. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. Um, yeah, that's probably what I would do too, honestly. You just hang out in the corner? Yeah. Oh. I mean, at one point in my life that's what I would have done. I, I'm a little more outgoing now, thankfully. 
Not Ryan, though. Ryan would still be sitting. No, Ryan there. wouldn't even go to the bar. That's true. Yeah, that's true. He'd I be, would much prefer just to sit he at want, home. He wants to go to the iced tea bar. Good host. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition to picking up Lily, the man also succeed in convincing another young woman, Barfly Lisa, <laughs> to return to their motel room with them. Lisa passes out as Shane attempts to initiate sex while Patrick, laughing, discourages him from continuing. So there's that guy that was, is that Patrick is the guy that was sitting on the couch just manically laughing? Yeah, and saying dumb stuff. He's like, I'm so fucked. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, they were doing coke at some point, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were oh, on the cab ride to the hotel. They're mm-hmm. all doing coke, but that's not the feeling, like, I've I've done I've done some stuff. <laughs> But that's not the feeling you get when you're on that. No. What kind of stuff have you done, Andy? I'm, I don't understand. What are you talking uh, about? I think he's trying to say that he's done cocaine. PCP, Angel, uh, Dust. Angel Dust, Black Tar, Heroin. But naked. Ill. Charm. Dust. PCP. Primos. P-Dog. That's what you had. Cut it. Clip it out. Uh, Keep it. I got For you. blackmail. Yeah. Oh, uh oh. You're never leaving the podcast now. Who says I was leaving? Well, just in case you want to at some point. Is this the mafia now? <laughs> You're not leaving. Also, um, <clears throat> I wonder if they actually did have glasses that were a camera because the way they shot that scene in the mirror where they were like testing out the camera and stuff with his glasses made it seem like th- how else would they have filmed that scene? It could have been. There yeah. are glasses out there. I know. I know. I was oh, like, yeah. Damn, I want to get those glasses. Stay away from my mirror, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be for when I'm bicycling. Oh, oh I was on. just imagining oh. you put the glasses on. You're Jesus. just staring down at their chest the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so they return. Oh, yeah, they're at the, the hotel. Uh, Patrick is laughing. Lily continues awkwardly coming onto Clint, but it is Shane who uh, comes onto her instead. Okay, she's getting freaky because she's like, I want some of that. And then he pulls <laughs> her shirt down or her dress, pulls it all the way off, and you see her feet. And for some reason, Patrick just doesn't see anything. And Clint, oh, excuse me. Clint is just like, oh, oh what? Do you guys see that? I'd have been like, fuck's wrong with your feet? Yeah. So she, she got gargoyle feet. She has, yeah. Her feet are, are, are kind of scary looking. And there's like, uh, like black veins that she has. Mm-hmm. Lily appears, uh, uh, responsive, pushing Shane onto his back and then beginning to undress Clint, seemingly beginning a threesome. Overwhelmed, Clint goes to the bathroom. Patrick disrobes, attempts to take Clint's place, but Lily uh, has made it clear that she dislikes Patrick. Moments later, PUA means. Can you explain? It's it? Pickup artist. There's oh. a bunch of people out oh, there yeah. that like spend their lives on. Oh like, yeah, no. crafting how to pick up women. There, the worst. I had some like, growing up when like when I was younger. I had a lot of friends who had tons of books on oh, on no. pickup artistry, and I'm like, why do you have these? No. It was essentially ways to take advantage of women. Oh, yeah. The worst. Moments later, Patrick bursts into the bathroom with a large cut on his hand, claiming that Lily bit him. When they approach Shane, Lily suddenly sprouts fangs, then attacks and kills Shane. Clint and Patrick hide in the bathroom uh, until Patrick, still nude, arms himself with a shower uh, curtain rod and returns to the room. And again, you do see his dong here. 
Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That scene was okay, okay. Not the dong scene, but like that scene when they come out of the washroom was really powerful. She's just standing there like in a pose. <sighs> yeah. So and with the light in the background. I also will say though, again, the violence here, even just the, the bite on his hand was super effective. However, they managed the gore in this movie. All right. So we'll stop here and then we'll say, okay, you're in the bathroom naked. You've been bit or you're the other guy that's just hanging out there, like freaking out. What do you do in this situation? Do you attack Lily? Do you run? Do you go to the bathroom? Because you're in the bathroom. I mean, yeah, I guess, Ryan, your your bowels would be activated at this point. <laughs> Maybe. Because, like, they've been drinking a lot. That's true. And some of them have done drugs. I don't know if all of them have, have they? Anyways, it is not important. Uh, but you're you're inebriated. I feel like if, if if I had just done a few lines of coke, you know, maybe half an hour before this, it would embolden me to act uh, more confidently because that's sort of what cocaine yeah, that's, does. Yeah, that's basically what it I does. I was going to say more like if you're so drunk, you might not even know what the hell's actually going on. That's true, too. Uh, I think th- I, I would have two uh, scenarios here and, and things that I might do. One, just fucking hide in the washroom, lock the door and bar it with whatever you can and just fucking stay in there till whatever happens, happens. The second option is, uh, which I guess does technically happen to some degree, is I would just make a fucking dash for the door and get the fuck out as quickly as possible. Uh, yeah, I would be running. I would let, say I'm the guy with the glasses, I would just say, yeah, you go fight her, and then I'm going to sneak out. Ryan. Okay, so I am wearing the glasses. She's out there. She's doing her cool pose, her like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure pose. <laughs> And I would come out and I would just be like, hey, baby. Hey, Howie. You say, how, hey, Howie? I heard Howie. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to say, how are you? And then I stopped. <laughs> hey, Howie. <laughs> hey, Howie. <laughs> not my name. <laughs> now she's Scottish? <laughs> That's not my <me> name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd probably just be like, I would probably just lock myself in the washroom and like push my back against the door and be like, if I don't see it or hear it, it's not happening. (laughs) But I I wanted to say before that, when she gets on top of Patrick and then pulls Clinton to kiss and you see her fucking tongue. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's like black. Yeah. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, I didn't notice that. So, you know, she's, you know, she's a freak. Also, uh, important, not important, but her friend, the other girl is just passed out on the other bed. It wasn't her friend. It's just another random, girl. A random yeah. person that they picked up. So yeah, they uh, uh, Clint tries to wake up Lisa. That was her name. As Patrick attempts to fight Lily, but she subdues and pounces on him, drinking his blood, ripping off his genitals. Oh yeah, she actually tosses his dick and balls on the ground, yeah. and the camera kind of focuses on it, and it's awful. Uh, Clint escapes the room, but ends up falling down the stairs, breaking his wrist in the process. That was pretty rough. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like he would have gotten away if that didn't happen. I mean, even uh, this part kind of confounded me because, yeah, he broke his wrist and it was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, like, like why couldn't he But your off? legs are perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. And he's just Get sort up. of, he's just like <laughs> sitting there for a good five minutes while she approaches and, you know, gets 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 on top of him. Like, oh, man. <laughs> but then she kind of recoils here and, and starts like crying. Yeah, and, and Lily, catch, off. Lily catches up to him, she but instead of a cry, like. I got this part. Don't worry. Okay. okay. She catches up. She comes down. She's nude. She's bloody. <laughs> Fuck yeah. She she comes up to him. And she just she gets her face nice and close to his crotch. And she's just like, 
Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Just breathes in the euphoria. (laughs) (laughs) She, um, you don't see it, but you know it's happening. She uh, gives him the slobbery knob. The good suck. Stop. And and apparently he can't get hard and it upsets her, which... Oh, I'm that, not gonna. Does that lie. actually happen, or is that you making this? No, up? that's huh. he. He's going. She's going down then, on him. It's very clear. Oh, because she likes him. Yeah, and then yeah. he's not. I'm pretty sure it's he's not getting hard, and she's like, "Oh my god, he doesn't actually." Uh, oh, which, like, okay, boys, would you be hard? Hell, fucking no. I would be inside myself. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure I'd be stiff as a rock. Wow. <laughs> I would be. In fairness, absolute in fairness, balsa wood up there. Balsa. You're, Isn't balsa wood soft? Ah, shit. <laughs> It's like the wood you use in elementary school to carve with, you know, well, butter knives, essentially. It's not fully hard. You know, I am on antidepressants. Uh, so, yeah, she crawls over to uh, the corner and cries softly. I'm hard as a birch tree. That's better, right? It's harder than filled balsa. With, yeah. Filled with wood bugs. <laughs> full of ants. Her cries grow louder, and then they turn into demonic growls. Clint flees, begging bystanders for help. I, but I he's suddenly lifted into the sky by Lily. I, I, I want to I hear your cry into a demonic growl. Amir, a you cry. go first. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, oh, do one more. Want me to try it again? Yeah, just move, move away. I'll move it away. <laughs> I feel like he moved it away, but then went louder. <laughs> I would be like. <laughs> I'll do one more just so I can actually use something. <laughs> you sounded like a dog there. It was, was pretty good. good. <laughs> but then, yeah, Andy mentioned that she takes them up into the sky, but they go way fucking up into the sky. Like, it almost looks like they go past the clouds. Like, at this point, I don't even know what type of creature she is, but she's, she's a vampire, like a, right? No, I was going to say she's like a succubus or something. Succubus, maybe? yeah. That's probably That's it. probably it. And you like, do see her wings as she, well. Uh, people like this segment so much it became an actual movie which she stars in called The Siren oh. which I mentioned yeah oh. oh okay do you think she goes Where's... up there and she's like I can show you the world <laughs> yes she does yeah uh, yeah so that happens she's like they're flying in the air and then I guess the, the camera just cuts right I think no, so no she oh, drops him drops him and yeah. then the camera cuts yeah cause you yeah. see him just fucking dumpster himself on the pavement back in the frame story one of the criminals discovers that brad the person who stayed up uh stayed to watch the tape is missing meanwhile the other criminals searching the basement discover hundreds of unmarked vhs tapes uh before you continue just um so somebody's like hey i need this vhs tape from this like what they assume i think is an abandoned place isn't it it's, yeah. Yeah, because they're breaking windows and stuff, being yeah. loud. I'm pretty sure they think it's abandoned. What would you do? I mean, for me personally, if somebody was like, hey, there's a bunch of VHS tapes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ryan had a stroke. <laughs> there's a bunch of VHS tapes in this abandoned building. I need you to grab one specifically. I'd be going with like a couple bags, shoveling them all in there. Yeah. Those are mine now. It really yeah. depends on 
because if it's just like all these like bootleg weirdo movies, I'm not going in there. That seems creepy. That's to like me. all we watch is weirdo movies. No, but like they're all unmarked things. They're... It's all it's it's all um it's all girl interrupted. Oh just a bunch of copies of girl interrupted. <laughs> like I like that movie, but it's really good. It's really sad. Yeah. yeah, like I mentioned on one of our previous episodes, I've always had this fascination with abandoned houses. So as long as I had some people with me, I would be down. All right. The moment I see an old man in there, though, I'd be like, whoop, sorry, yeah, I'm out. That's true. I just got vibes, like, from uh, the movie uh, Don't Breathe when they were breaking into that house, and then, like, they, they see the guy. Anyway, I thought, yeah, he was going to wake up and fuck them all up. He's <laughs> just going to say, yeah, I thought he was going to wake them and just fuck them all up. <laughs> There's this building on Main Street that used to be a clothing store. And the building's been abandoned for, like, I want to say 15 years. And it been... was a Marshalls. No, it was, a, it was an Indian clothing store. And um, in the last week, someone had, has broken out one of the windows in the corner of the building. And I'm like, fuck, it would be so exciting to crawl through there and see what's happening inside. Except you go in, it's just a bunch of homeless people fucking each other. That's, okay, not the fucking each other part, but I assume that maybe somebody homeless. And they're going to be coming for you too. And there's going to be rats they in there and They want a taste of the clean. That's what they call non-homeless people, the clean. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Did you make that up? Yes. Oh, okay. Good. I was I was convinced. It's <laughs> a good line. Anyway, they're uh, looking through this basement, and there's hundreds of these tapes. And be, uh, they begin collecting all of them uh, to ensure they get the right one. One of them manages to catch a glimpse of a strange figure wandering off, and they gather the tapes. The criminal still upstairs. Rocks, I guess, is one of their names. Replaces the tape in the VCR with a different one and settles down to watch. It's weird that. They were asked to find this tape, and they're like, I'll just sit down. Let's watch uh, some movies in this creepy fucking house. Like, everyone just needs to get their blockbuster fix. (laughs) So next up is Second Honeymoon. Uh, Yeah, so this is with the the married couple. Sam and Stephanie are traveling uh, to Arizona for their honeymoon with Stephanie recording and documenting everything along the way. That night, they visit the uh, Wild West-themed attraction known as Wild West Junction. Wicked, wicked Wild West. You just destroyed this podcast. (laughs) Where Stephanie receives a prediction from a mechanical fortune teller dressed as a prospector. The prediction claims that she will soon be happily reunited with a loved one and that she is very trusting and easily uh, taken advantage of. Some... Time later. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Amir. What would you do if Shut you're an old Wild West prospector? Amir, you go up to the the fortune telling thing. You put in, I'm assuming, a couple coins or whatever. Your future telling thingy comes out. What does it say? I thought it was going to be like, baby, the, the sheets. <laughs> It'll say every living creature on earth dies alone. Whoa. I don't like that you're biting your lips, creeping me out. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds like something, it's like from a movie or something. No, I just made that up. Oh, I just. Genius. I got a full face full of you saying it and then biting your lower lip. It's not because I'm turned on. I just bite my lips. Sometimes. It looked like it. No. Uh, what would you say, Ryan? No, you next. I no, no, last. I'm, look, I'm working on it. I'm okay, working so on I it. go up to it. I put my, my coin in. Oh, thank God you said coin. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me my fortune, and it just says, um, a number five ginger chicken. 
with rice. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds pretty sweet. Okay, what does yours say, Andrew? Hmm? Uh, it says, uh, uh, wait, 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 one second here. It says, uh, drink less coupons, teabag someone's dad. <laughs> what is that from? Uh, the we- mind of Michelle. <laughs> There you say the mind of Mencia. <laughs> What's that? You don't know the mind of Mencia? No. Should I? Do you not know it? Oh, that guy. Yeah. He's a comedian. Stole everybody's jokes. Had a TV show for what? a while. What? He stole everyone's jokes? Yeah. Was he the guy that did the movie guy voice too? I think he had a skit where oh, he did wow. the... Anyway, Whose jokes were it? Was it uh... He stole a bunch of people's yeah. jokes. Wow. What do you no. mean the, the movie guy's voice? I thought he did a skit where he did like the you know the narrator that does uh, movie commercials, like one man. Oh, that guy. There was um, <laughs> the skit where uh, the guy who plays McLovin does it for hip hop. Right. Sorry, I was reading something. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Even though I don't know how to read. Moving on. Uh, so sometime later, a strange woman comes to Sam and Stephanie's motel room in Auckland. Wow. Spo- oh wait, never mind. This okay. is part Keep of. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> I jumped ahead a little bit. They there. know it's a woman. Oh, okay. Keep they going. know it's a woman. Yep. You can't really tell. Anyway, uh so uh uh who who's doing this here? Stephanie uh <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Someone awkwardly tries to convince oh Stephanie awkwardly tries to convince Sam off camera to give her a ride somewhere uh the next day. In the middle of the night, while the couple are asleep, a mysterious stranger breaks into the room, turns uh, the camcorder on, films them uh, themselves stroking Stephanie's buttocks with a switchblade. Before that, does he, I think, hold up the camera to her and be like, hey, we should film? Oh, yeah. So this is another thing Like that was apparently you give a man a camera. You piece of shit. And you're, what? I wrote that down in my new segment called Ryan's Terrible Commentary okay. Corner. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, fine. Ryan's Terrible Commentary, commentary corner. corner. I yeah. love it. It's a new segment. I'll do it at the end. We're workshopping. No, 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 no. No, no. It's it's better at the end. Okay. okay. Um, I don't have a lot of fun facts for this movie. I don't okay. know if they, I don't know if they mentioned it, but again, they're a couple and this is what, their second honeymoon, yes. right? But That's why aren't the they sleeping together? Yeah, yeah, they are in a different bed. It seems he, he asks he asks her, "Do you want to sleep in my bed tonight or something?" And it she seems says pretty no. like a strained relationship, uh, yeah. which could be the reason for the second honeymoon. That's I what I so. I figured as such. Either that or they're just really religious. Huh. Yeah, they come off as really religious. Totally. Uh, so the intruder did the, stroking her ass, stroking with a knife. her buttocks. With the switchblade. They... You just, hold on though. You just made a point about men and camcorders. Yet this is a woman with a camcorder oh, yeah. being a pervert. Well, we don't know. Boom! We don't know this don't is know a woman yet. It's okay. a woman yet. Spoilers, That's sorry. the part that I was yelling spoilers at, but we yeah. didn't get to it yet. And then you spoiled it. So good for me. Good for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, the intruder also steals $100 from Sam's wallet and dips his toothbrush into the toilet. That's so weird. It's so, That's so good. It just seemed so petty. Yeah. So right. like, it makes it seem like maybe this person knows them, right? Totally. It's like, ha suck on this. Literally. Uh, so Don't the, suck on your toothbrush. That's weird. The next day, the uh, they go and visit the Grand Canyon. Sam notices the missing money and accuses Stephanie of taking it. And assures him that she did not do it. This again, str- like it shows how strained the relationship True. is because, like, 
say Michelle, or say I look into my wallet and I, my, my money's gone, I'm not going to immediately blame Michelle and be like, you took all my money. Yeah, same. You I, fucking bitch. <laughs> Although Michelle probably would. No. I just like, like the conversation they have. <laughs> that she, conversation she they does, have. She does do stealing. a lot of stealing. Yeah. That's true. She does. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on blast, Michelle. She's, she's wanted by the FBI. Let's just talk about all the times she's stolen for the rest of the episode. It's mostly from like you know Whole big chains, the theater, Whole Foods, big chains. I've stolen from Whole Foods too. Oh, anyway, yeah. okay. So as I was saying, again, the FBI. Is, oh my looking god! For Let Ryan, me just Ryan's get through gonna... it. All right. So, fucking hell. They um their conversation, but about the money just seems yeah super like strange. Yes, where he's like. You took my hundred dollar bill. She's like, "No, I didn't." He's I like, have my own money. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, nobody else could have done it." And then she's like, "Well, I was with you the whole time, and I would have been like, so you could have taken it while I was asleep and put it in your purse, and now you're just saying you didn't take it." Totally. What the fuck are you talking about? It almost seems like they're like, uh, like brother and sister. They're like, "Give me one good reason, <laughs> just one." <sighs> but it feels like they're almost like brother and sister at this point, where they're just they're bickering back and forth to mm-hmm. each other, blaming each other for these small things. I mean, that's how strained marriages are too, though. I've never been in one. Uh, so... (laughs) Yeah, now they're at the Grand Canyon and they seem like fine afterwards. Uh, yeah, they seem okay after. Uh, that night the stranger enters the room again, repeatedly stabs Sam in the neck. No, wait. They're at the... I don't give a shit that he gets stabbed. Um, that was pretty... No. Uh, give me one second. Let me finish. They're at the Grand Canyon, and he like walks down because they see somebody looking at them. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that part. Jeez. He comes back up, and he's like, yeah, it's just somebody standing down there looking at us. <sighs> Anyways, help me back up. Apparently, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I watched the movie on 1.5 speed, and I noticed it. Oh. How do you do that? Is that on um, your TV specifically? or That's on... Certain um, apps. Doing something I shouldn't be doing. Oh, I got you. I got you. I I own the movie, so it's fine. And I don't have a CD drive on my computer. So, so, yeah, they see this woman, I guess, in the the Grand Canyon just staring back at them. Yeah, now you can go ahead. But, yeah, they start, uh, well, it's the night after or whatever, and they're, um, what's his name? Sam? Sam is being stabbed in the throat. That was a pretty intense. Scene. It was out of nowhere too. Yeah, yeah she's just like shocking. The camera's just over him. He's sleeping, and all of a sudden, just. <laughs> yeah. I, I've Thank obviously you. watched a shitload of horror and violent movies, but again, the violence in this movie definitely caught me off guard. It just—it was very, oh, fuck, I can't say it. Uh, visceral. And again, yeah. the yeah. the quality of the video, because again, it's a VHS quality, just makes it seem even more real. Uh, so yeah, he ends up dying and choking on his own blood. Uh, the camera shows the killer, uh, the woman from earlier, wearing a porcelain mask, cleaning the blade while she and Stephanie make out passionately, revealing that the woman was Stephanie's lover. Recording cuts to Stephanie and her lover driving away, with Stephanie asking her lover if she has erased the footage. And that and that was a great twist. I was not expecting. Oh yeah, it was really good. You said lover like three times there. I did? Yeah. Oh. Well, it is her lover. That's true. <laughs> lover. 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 <laughs> uh, so we're, we are back in the, uh, the frame story. 
Rox is left confused as to uh, what he has witnessed. Unknown, however, the old man's corpse has disappeared. Uh, back in the basement, the other criminals debate on why the tape thereafter is so special and others, uh, and also uh, plan to make copies of it so they can make extra money. The film then transitions to the next tape. Smart. They're smart criminals. I mean, the fact that they're here at all, I think, disproves your point that they're smart. I have to say another thing that is kind of kind of weird about the movie. You know, everything's found footage right on on these tapes, but in a few of them, they're showing like they're using cell phones, they have smartphones, but they're still using this technology that would clearly be out of date by then. Well, so again, this movie came out in twenty twelve, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly like it's kind of harder to. Because it's not really like a data-based, like DVDs and stuff are. You can't just push a VHS into a computer and get, rip everything from it, right? Yeah. And it's old technology that's not really around too much anymore. So I think it's it would be better if you're trying to keep a secret. True. True. Don't look in Ryan's collection. <laughs> so the next uh, tape is Tuesday the 17th. Which is... Just a little shout out to Friday the 13th because Tuesday the 17th is literally after Friday the 13th. No way. In the calendar. So Monday the 16th, Sunday the 15th, Saturday, he's right. <laughs> and then um, it's in the woods, kind of a camping feel, which is a lot of the. Friday yeah, it's the totally 13th. an homage to uh, Friday the 13th. This one, although it's a short story, so like the story is kind of muddy, the concept was just super cool to me. The the con for this one the concept is really cool but I feel like this is the weakest one out of all of them. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a group of twenty somethings, Joey, Spider, and Samantha, accompany their new friend Wendy on their annual trip to a lake located in a nearby forest. Hold up! It's time for Ryan's terrible commentary corner. So for this one, um, at the beginning they're all in their vehicle. They're driving down. Yeah, do it. No, no, I, I was wondering what you want your theme song to be for Ryan's oh, um, terrible commentary. What do we have? I don't know if it'll be one of these ones. Uh, there's a bunch of songs. I don't know. Is this a song? That's not a song. That wouldn't be bad, though, when I say it's time for Ryan's Corner and just somebody going, hey, no! Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Wait till Andy comes down. <laughs> He's turning... Turning into a tomato. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. Okay. So, and now it's time for Ryan's terrible commentary corner. Lauf, Schlampe! Lauf! All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. It's so stupid. Okay. So in this one at the beginning, they're all in the vehicle driving out to some rural area and they see somebody walking along the side of the street and they're like, oh, let's scare them. So they just drive really fast and honk the horn. And one of them's like, whoa, man, you almost killed that guy. <laughs> they were fucking nowhere near this person. Yeah, they, they were still way on the other side of this, like the road. Yeah, they were nowhere near them. No scaring, no nothing. Stupid. And that's is that it? <laughs> and that's Ryan's terrible commentary corner. Lauf, Schlampe! Lauf! What is that person even saying? Like schlumper? Lauf, Schlampe. Oh, she's not actually saying no? Ah, oh, shit. Maybe we should use something else in. Andy, you're crying. <laughs> it's just so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> something about a tramp or a slut? Anyway. So, uh, 
Joy films the group as Wendy leads them through the woods, occasionally mentioning accidents that took the lives of her friends. When the camera scans certain areas, glitched images of a mutilated or of mutilated bodies appear in the film. If you were going out camping and then something like this was happening, how do you think you would have died? <laughs> a mirror? Something like what was happening, like what happens to them? Yeah, um, like how do you think you would die? I think I'd be running away from um, whatever was out there uh, and I would just probably get stabbed from behind or trip. I would trip and they would pounce on my back or something like that. I don't know if I would attempt to fight this thing and then you know go down in a, in a blaze of glory. I think I would just be running and I would be dead. Yeah, I mean, there's no glory. You would just be dead out in the woods. Yeah, I know. Uh, so as a person who suffers from IBS, I feel like I'd be going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'd be on the can and just someone would just slip my throat. It's not a bad way to go. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty it's bad way to go. probably doing something I love. Going, <laughs> dying while you're taking a shit. That's a yeah. pretty bad way to go. It's doing what, doing what I love. I'd probably just be com- complaining. Like, why are we here? It's too hot. There's too many fucking... Bleh. And then, you know, they get me. I think they'd, I think the friends would kill you before the killer actually got to you. Whichever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the weird mutilated bodies appear. Uh, they discover uh, a mutilated corpse of a pig nearby, oh, not yeah. like glitched out. Uh, shortly, Wendy, uh, before, sorry, shortly before, Wendy mentions that everyone is going to die. That was creepy. That yeah. was really weird. She's like, you're gonna die, you know? And like, she's she doesn't remember saying that, right? It, was, it, it To me, it seems like something suddenly came over her. Okay. I'd honestly be like, why would you say that? It, but it doesn't seem like people even question it too much. No, they were no, just, just like, ha ha, you're so like, funny. Yeah, you're so quirky. Show us your tits. Okay. Relaxing and smoking weed by the lake, Wendy tells the others that the lake is the same place where a murderer killed many people years earlier, but the group laughs it off as a joke. What's the lake called? Crystal Lake? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> For Make my own goddamn. Miss that <laughs> reference. Crystal Lake is uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Did they? They didn't mention what the, the lake was called, did I don't they? Think no. So. And it was more of like a pond. It I looked know. like it looked really dirty. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't stop one person from jumping in there. I also love how this character's name is Spider. Is that really his name? But it's, it's listed. They call him. Yeah. So Spider and Samantha leave the group for a bathroom break. Suddenly, Samantha is killed when a knife is launched into her face. That was pretty intense. Where it was just like. And knife. And into her eye, and you see her eyeball hanging out. But and she, well, she was also going to do some sort of dance performance right beforehand. Was. But we also missed uh, the other dude skinny dipping, and you see his ass. What do you mean? What do you mean some sort of dance performance? She was about to do some sort of dance routine for him. Like, like a sexy dance? No. Or she just, was like... She was like, watch this, and then she like starts to try and dance, yeah. and then... She gets she's killed. just crumping. He also, he, also, <laughs> he also said that she smelled. I think she does something behind the tree, like she pisses or takes a crap. And he's yeah, like, she was it going to the bad. She was going to the bathroom. He's like, it's musky. Uh, oh. The scent of a woman. Do you smell? But yeah, her eyeballs hanging out. It's yeah, awesome. she's she uh, she's murdered. Uh, so Spider attempts to run, but is stabbed in the head repeatedly by the culprit. Yeah. Uh, a strange figure with featureless red uh, red head and obscured in tracking errors known as the glitch. And yeah, you don't ever truly see the glitch because again, it's glitched out. It's really cool looking though. 
Uh, so back at the lake, Joey asks Wendy where Spider and Samantha went, uh, to which she answers that they left, uh, and then awkwardly asks if uh, he wants to have sex. She actually says, wanna fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. You P- wanna have sex? This is the PG version. Yeah, like this podcast is PG. Right? Oh, yeah. It's primarily made for Smell children. Smell that musky poop. <laughs> <laughs> I want that in a sound bite. <laughs> I was, um, for the last episode for Pet Cemetery, I was trying to just get Amir saying that <laughs> dirty feet in bed <laughs> thing. I was trying to just get it, but they don't make them small enough for it. <laughs> dirty feet in bed. Anyway. So what, what is it? What you were like, what would you do if you woke up with dirty feet in bed? <laughs> Anyway, so Joey guesses that Wendy was serious about the story she had been telling them about the murders, mentioning he remembers hearing uh, it all about, or he remembers hearing about it himself. Dropping the facade, Wendy reveals that she has been to the lake before where the murderer slaughtered all of her friends, leaving her as the only survivor. You say facade? I say facade. Those are two different words. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Facade. I don't think think it's pronounced facade. I think it's a facade. I don't know, but it's it's something to do with the building, which, which a facade is like a, a, a masquerade. The abbreviation of uh, of a fac, uh, frequently asked questions. Uh, at this point, she also says that she was using the friends as bait to yeah. bring out this glitch, which is character. kind of like a cool way to you know coax in uh, a Jason type of character. But obviously, you know, wait, wait, hold, hold Ryan's on. Ryan's got some English facts for us. Okay. Facade. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you roll the dice and you win some, you lose some. What dictionary were you using? Google. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) This is not going to be in the goddamn podcast. Shit. Shit. (laughs) This is so stupid. Whore. Whore. Why are you doing this? I didn't know you could do that. That's cool. (laughs) So, uh, she notes that the police didn't believe her. Oh, my God. Die. Die. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm done. So, uh, she notes that the police, that they didn't believe her when she said that the killer would be in two places at once. Wendy tells uh, Joey that she lured all three of them to the woods to use as bait so she can find and kill the glitch. As the two two talk, the glitch walks up behind Joey and slits his throat. Wendy runs away, luring the glitch into a pit trap, then into a bear trap, which traps it momentarily. But then she kind of like walks towards it then, and that's when it stabs her, right? Uh, no, that's uh, the the last trap it's in. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 she gets stabbed in the hand or something. Oh, was it the hand? I thought it was the stomach. Yeah. Like first, I think. Uh, so she tries filming the glitch up close, but continues uh, to be obscured by the tracking errors and slashes her hand. <laughs> Wendy continues to run through the woods, warning uh, anyone who, who finds the tape to never come to this area. Oh, you also forgot to mention Spider comes back for a second. We see him with his uh, throat slit. He's walking. Uh, she sees him. Oh, right. And he uh, just kind of collapses. Is that Spider? That's not Spider. No, that's it's not Joey. Spider. That's Joey. Joey. Yeah, Sorry. so he's naked, walking through the, the woods with his throat slashed. Uh, yeah, so she finds Joey in his death uh, and watches 
As he dies, the glitch appears or approaches Wendy before a bed of spikes impales it. How does she have time to do all this stuff? She must have prepared way like, beforehand. But if like, he was already there, yeah, how would she be able to prepare all this I stuff? I know, she would be dead. That's true, yeah. We want answers. Like, maybe he takes a day off. Maybe, like, uh, not on the Tuesday, like on the Friday, he's he's off to his vacation home. Well, the weekend's for the boys. <laughs> Boob. <laughs> <laughs> This is not the time or place for this. Wendy Wendy gloats at the glitch and walks away. But when she turns around, it is gone. It reappears in a tree and pounces on Wendy, beating her to death with the camera, then slashes her stomach, uh, eviscerating her. Wendy's corpse is last seen twitching and shuddering violently as the camera glitches out, revealing that she is becoming a glitch herself. You also see her like intestines coming yeah. out of her, and she twitches. some really good effects in this uh, whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the the idea behind that one super super cool, but the yeah. execution isn't. I just feel like excuse it's, me. Like when bright. I was watching, I was like, this is this was kind of a pointless story. All the other ones seemed like someone was getting their comeuppance. Whereas this one's just like, well, she tried to avenge her friends, got other friends killed, and then dies herself. This like feels like there's no point. Yeah, the point is some sweet ass gore. No, don't uh don't try and kill the person that killed your friends. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Okay? I guess that's a good that's a good uh revenge. Yeah, revenge is bad. Don't do it. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually done now, I promise. Anyway, back in the frame story, the old man's body has returned to the room, but Rox is nowhere to be seen. The remaining criminals, Zack and Gary, are confused as to where the others have gone. Uh, with Gary, Gary telling Zack to look through the tapes, Zack replaces the current tapes with a new one and sits down to watch. I like that it's uh, Rox, Zack, and Gary. Yeah. <laughs> So this is uh, the webcam one now, I'm guessing? Yeah, this is the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. Yeah, this one was definitely, for me, the creepiest. It was the creepiest, but also uh, very confusing to me, so maybe you guys can tell me what actually happened. Um, It was was Bigfoot. I don't think that's true. Poop. Poop. (laughs) (laughs) That was Andy's fault. Yeah, I know. Told entirely through a series of computer video chats, Emily tells her boyfriend James, an aspiring doctor, about the strange bump on her arm and how it reminds her of an accident she had when she was younger. After showing James around her apartment, Emily hears noises outside her door. After investigating the uh, the room, Emily witnesses a small ghost-like child entity rush into her room and slam the door shut. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. This this one was definitely... The scariest. I wouldn't say... It was like scary, but like when you're trying to think of yourself mm-hmm. in that for sure position, it's fucking terrible. It almost felt like I know you haven't seen uh, Host uh, Amir, the no. movie Host, no. um, but it almost almost feels like a like a like a precursor to it. I've mentioned this before, a little bit, yeah. but uh, house horror, anything related to horror in the house, like a, a very standard home. <laughs> house horror, horror in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker. Is is the creepiest to me because again, it's it's you can easily imagine yourself in this scenario. Oh, so we have to forget. We have to forget. <laughs> we have to remember. There's a little, also another a lot of nudity in this one too. Just randomly, she's like she takes her top off. She at takes one her point. top off just for this this guy who's super boring. 
Yeah, because they're supposed to be like dating. I know, but this guy don't he don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Andy's jealous. I'm <laughs> raging with jealousy. Anyway, uh, so the child thing in the background, scary. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, she believes her apartment is haunted. Uh, she hears uh, noises the next day. Emily attempts to investigate some more, only to discover the entity again when she turns uh, turns on the light. Um, it was also like glow in the dark when she turned on the light. Mm. Didn't I felt like that kind of took me out of it a is little bit. Is this the but... part where like she's using the camera to look no, around? No, I think it is. Yeah. So th- that's a good segue back into Ryan's terrible commentary corner yo pick up the phone what's up what's up what's up (laughs) this shit terrifies me in movies it's in quite a few found footage movies but anytime there's like it's really really dark or the lights are out or anything and they're like i'll just use the flash from a fucking camera to light oh yeah Yeah. it happens in video games a lot because you just you know you know what's gonna happen so you're just sitting there and you're squinting yeah getting ready for it yeah. actually literally there's a whole video game series uh the fatal frame games that are based oh, yeah. on yeah. that yeah and uh, yeah that's what i want to say that was Thank ryan's you. terrible commentary corner this isn't gonna be like uh that abruptly ended <laughs> in every episode thing is it <laughs> <laughs> well, i guess that means yes it's the episode where we lose our minds and our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't go. We need you. Please don't go. Tell your friends. Uh, so yeah, she sees the entity, turns on the light. She questions her landlord about the disturbances, but the landlord claims that no children have ever lived in the apartment complex, nor have any people ever died there. But Emily is unconvinced. You know he's lying. Because didn't she actually tell the dude that she believes that somebody had died in the apartment? I feel like that's something that happened, unless I'm totally misremembering. Like, legally, how many years back can it go before you don't have to tell them anymore is that a thing that yeah you, you have to tell them that somebody died in the oh, in building yeah i don't know if it's in canada but i know like japan and stuff you have to that's weird too because i think statistically if we ever dug into this i think that houses that have this kind of history attached to them tend to sell pretty well so yeah people love that shit. japan i was watching a documentary about how this guy literally just rents apartments and places that people have died in oh, wow. because it's cheaper yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But I think it's within like ten years or something, and then after that, they no longer have to disclose it. Good to know. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, so during uh, her next video chat with James, Emily nonchalantly digs into the bump on her arm with a scalpel, which was really fucked up. And yeah, then... another part where just the found footage style really yeah. brings it. Just brings it home. Just yeah, it's super disturbing, and uh, it looks real. Oh yeah, and I'm like, it just it felt just so real to me, and I'm like, oh, this is this is where it goes downhill. And then she, what does she take out a meat fork to find out? No, she grabs uh, scissors, wasn't it? No, it was like a big yeah, oh, like was a big it? fork yeah. that you stick in a turkey essentially. Uh, and he's like, don't do it. As as my medical opinion, don't do that. Yeah. She's like, no, I have to. But he convinces her not to. Uh, Only because he also doesn't seem that concerned. He's just like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. 
because uh, he want he's like, oh, it'll it'll uh, get infected. He's like, baby, no, don't, baby. I mean, essentially. Um, I also want to say, just on that house front, uh, if someone dies in your home, apparently in Canada, you're not required to tell someone about it ever. Oh, there you go. Yikes. <laughs> I, <laughs> could you imagine just like, um, oh, fuck, a realtor is like showing a house. And they're like, so did anybody die in here? And then the realtor is like this dude, and he's like, yeah, fucking killed that pussy in here. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next night, Emily attempts to contact the strange child. She closes her eyes and carries her laptop to have James look out uh, for the being. The ghostly child appears again along with similar uh, ghostly looking, or another ghostly young girl. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a boy and a girl mm-hmm. here. Yeah. The children manage to knock her unconscious as James quickly appears in the apartment. The children are revealed to be not to be ghosts, but rather aliens. What? What? I don't remember them being revealed. Are they aliens? aliens? I don't know if they reveal it, but they reveal that James is like working for them. Yeah, I thought they were just like. I, I actually don't. This is what really confused me at the end. And then he slits a hole inside the side of her body and pulls something out. It's a fetus. Isn't yeah, it? it's like yeah. a fetus. Removes an alien fetus from Emily's torso, revealing that they are using Emily as an incubator for an alien-human hybrid. James, who also has been working with the aliens and removing fetuses for some time, questions the aliens how much longer they plan to do this to Emily. That is a thing that, like, alien conspiracy people or, like, people who believe yeah. in aliens do believe that, like, there's a certain race of aliens oh, that yeah. are trying to mix. Totally. Fetus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I broke my promise. I'm sorry. Really? You? <laughs> well, yeah, this one, this one was really intense. It also says that the aliens erase Emily's memory while James breaks uh, some of her bones to make it look like an accident again. And then they're back on the, the webcam. Yeah, chatting. And then he's like, yeah, you're you're okay. And she's like, yeah, okay. I love you. And then he turns that off and turns a new one up. And it's another woman probably assuming in the same building also with him. Right. Another alien fetus. What? Combo. What? What? It's, it's a woman. It's not the fetus. No, no. I'm saying that they're, he's. I thought you were saying, oh yeah, just like another alien fetus machine. <laughs> no, she's. He's obviously tricking other women to do the same thing that he's been doing with, and this, then with Emily. She takes her top off again. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to say weird. the 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 conversations that Emily has with uh, is it James? Yeah. yeah. She keeps saying "I love you" to him, and he's like, "There's mm. like silence." <laughs> Did you notice that? Because no. oh. It's just like, I love you. And then he'd be like, mm hmm. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. It and does. He but like, love her. He loves that sweet, sweet alien fetus. <sighs> yeah. What the? <laughs> that was that story. Back in the frame story, both Zach and the, and the old man's corpse are gone. Gary, now the only one left, searches the rooms upstairs. He finds a decapitated. Uh, the de- uh, decapitated remains of Zack and is subsequently attacked by the old man who has become a zombie. That's where he like runs up the stairs or whatever, yeah. right? That was fucking That creepy. was creepy. Totally. I just like that Gary's like, oh, everybody's gone. Well, I better search for them instead of, you know, yeah. running away. What you got there, Amir? Hmm? Uh, it's another soundboard with... Uh... Come here. 
That just sounds. Like, just sounds that just sounds like Amir <laughs> saying it. Okay, stop. Okay, I don't like this one. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that literally just sounded like Amir saying yeah, it. Yeah, it did. Come here. Come here. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Here. Oh my God. I'm going to break some necks. Gary attempts to flee downstairs, but he falls and twists his ankle. Everyone's falling and is killed by this uh, by the zombie. The frame story ends with the camera left in the TV room picking up the sound of the VCR starting the last tape by itself. And this tape is called 103198, which is Halloween 98. And this is the one I was referring to from before that a lot of the effects here are just fucking awesome. This one, again, this concept, I think this is my favorite one, is such an interesting... It also has a really good twist, even though I kind of called it during it. Uh, so on Halloween night, 1998, Tyler, dressed as a teddy bear, implanted, w- implanted? <laughs> with a nanny cam, meets his friends, Chad, Matt, and Paul, dressed as uh, the Unabomber, a, pri- a pirate, and a marine. Okay, you didn't write these? Oh, I know, I didn't. Yeah, because I'm almost 100% sure you weren't going to put the Unabomber. No, I didn't even know what that was. The Unabomber. No, I know what the Unabomber okay. is. I didn't know what he was dressed up as. I thought he was just like a kind of like a military person or some shit. There's a Marine also. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so they head out to this Halloween party at a friend's house only to end up at the wrong place. Ain't that always the way? It's so funny because they show up and like there's no one there and they just continue to look throughout the house. <laughs> and if you were doing that, you would immediately leave. Wouldn't maybe, you? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I would have gone in. I'm usually a pretty big knocker, you know, knocking on Got the some door. Pretty big knockers. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. Uh yes, I would Swing I, low. I would feel very anxious just just going into someone's house with uh, without being invited. Are you a vampire? <laughs> it's my secret. <laughs> we should make that into a movie. The vampire but like he can't read. <laughs> <laughs> vampire doesn't have a bed either oh right that was another um oh yeah and he sleeps in a coffin yeah Jeez. yeah so he doesn't need the bed no it's all coming together it's a coffin anyway Andy would make a great vampire honestly because he'd be so unassuming he's it's, just an innocent it's, guy it's the paleness just seems really nice and it's the pale he could be like colin robinson from what we do in the shadows oh uh, yeah you're just a but psychic he's a, vampire but he's yeah he's a he's a different type of vampire yeah you could be I feel like I'm not that annoying. <laughs> not that annoying. No, not that annoying. Yeah, but you don't have to be annoying because the woman that comes in as a psychic vampire too feeds off their misery, not Oh, annoying. right, so yeah. So you could so just be something else. Oh, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, you could just be yeah. the really sad vampire. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I am the sad vampire. I think that's a children's book. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I thought that was a mere burping for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. Thinking uh, that they are the first ones to arrive, the quartet, see, I wouldn't rate that, sneak inside, uh, they begin to experience paranormal phenomena. Look what happens when you don't write out. I was running low on time. But but they believe that they are at a realistic haunted house attraction and they have fun with it. Okay, though, so that's why they stay. Which... You can understand to like a point, but again, just there's nothing that says it's a haunted house no. or anything. They're just like, let's go into this building. 
So the I mentioned this on maybe on our first episode that I went to a, a haunted farm experience. And honestly, at certain points during that, it felt like we were lost mm. and that there's no way this could have been real. So I don't know. Maybe some haunted houses are just fucking that good. Okay. Uh, in the attic, they find several uh, men gathered around a young woman who they have suspended from the rafters, apparently I've seen performing that movie an exorcism. So a couple of wait. men surrounding oh. a woman. <laughs> anyway, that's on Ryan's other podcast. Yeah, join me, uh, Ryan's terrible commentary corner. <laughs> a new podcast I'm starting. So uh, I think he was talking about your porn podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's called Ryan's Terrible Commentary Corner. Commentary. Commentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so when I was watching this, I didn't think that they were performing an exorcism at first because I was thinking they're just torturing this person. That's what I thought too. I thought she was just kidnapped. Yeah. I thought they were doing some sort of satanic ritual on her, not the other way around. Yeah. I really like the, um, the like they're in a fun haunted house, but it's actually haunting stuff happening and they're all like, whoa, whoa, whoa that yeah. was real scary. Yeah. I really like that idea. So. Have you already seen arms coming out of the walls? No. Okay. They they did see, uh, I think, a, a young girl, like ghost girl or something on the stairway. But like the one of the guys looks back and he's like, oh, that was scary. Like exactly what Ryan said. Yeah. When they first go in, he sees it and she's there and then she just fades into the dark. Yeah. And he's like, whoa. Whoa, that was cool. Cool <laughs> effects, man. Yeah. Do you think when all the arms and stuff are coming out of the walls, someone's dick's coming out? And then they find out it's not haunted, it's just and like you're, a glory hole. Would you let one of those arms come out of the wall give you a hand job, Ryan? So here on Ryan's come terrible on. commentary <laughs> corner. Come here. <laughs> you didn't answer my question. Yeah, probably. Okay. How oh, soft Andy? do the hands look? They don't look very soft at no. all. They look kind of haggard and dusty no. and kind of rough. I'm I'm gonna say no. I do I have lotion with me? No. Okay, then probably not. No, that probably just hurt. Ditto. You need a dust bath. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the man uh, happened to be chanting, "Cast you down towards the woman," and the boys exuberantly join in. This alerts them. Yeah, that was real funny when yeah. they're all like, we cast you down. The guys like frats were like, woo, cast you down. <laughs> cast you down. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, this alerts the men to their presence and they react angrily towards them proceeding to physically assault the young woman, causing some of the men to be pulled upwards into the darkness by an unseen force. That was creepy. It was. Because they get pulled up and they just disappear, right? Yeah, they go into just blackness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to the shadow realm. Yep. I really uh, hope you add a clip of It's time to Yu-Gi-Oh! Shadow Room? You're gonna have to explain that to him. You don't know Yu-Gi-Oh? No. I mean I know Yu-Gi-Oh! I've He's never not watched a it. Fucking though. nerd. Shadow Realm? <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying Shadow Realm like the we are we're all like, Yep, we know the Shadow Realm. Did you watch Yu Gi Moto? No. Okay. Kaiba, you can Kaiba. Direct, you can you can direct this to Andy as well. He's also I don't know uninitiated. You don't know the opening theme song to it. No. Did I, you live in a cave as a child? No, I just wasn't a fucking loser like you. <laughs> I don't have a good comeback, <laughs> but I will come back to you later. <laughs> anyway, more violent, overtly threatening paranormal phenomena begin to occur as the boys initially flee. 
but realize they should try to rescue the girl. Uh, returning to the attic, the boys work to untie her and get her to safety. Uh, when the girl is freed, the house comes to life with poltergeist phenomena mm-hmm. and the ghostly arms rising from the walls and the floors uh, to claim their lives as... What? To claim the lives of the woman's captors. Yeah. Well, are you okay, Mushmouth? I like uh, the hands just come out and they're just jazz hands. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Or they're just like, they're doing the uh, the whole circle with one hand then your pointer finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flipping the birds. Yeah, that part is still the coolest part. There's, I think, I I watched a, a YouTube clip of it. It's been in circulation for quite some time, and it does show the exact same uh, arms coming out of the ceiling. Like, I don't know if those are anywhere <laughs> connected. They might be done by the same people who uh, made this movie. What but are we talking about? There's this YouTube clip that shows the exact same like type of... Uh, like, special effects. It's just like arms. a standalone YouTube clip? Yeah, it just shows, oh. like, someone... It happens in... Grave encounters. Yeah, okay. Exiting through the basement, the boys pile into the car with the girl in the, uh, and drive away. The car abruptly stops and the girl disappears, re- reappearing uh, in the street before them and walking away amid a flock of birds. And the car actually stops right in the middle of train tracks. I just thought they were bats, but... Can you, at this part, you can cut what I'm saying out right now. Uh, just insert the uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. The boys then realize that the car has stopped on the train tracks. The boys attempt to get out of the car as the train approaches. <laughs> I just like, the boys. The, the boys. The, the boys, boys are back in town. <laughs> but they are... <laughs> but they are unable to start the car or unlock the doors. The train smashes into the car off camera, killing all inside. So what would you do in like the overall scenario of this clip? So of this uh, short, I should say, not clip. Yeah, I, I, I was putting myself when I was watching the scene when they're on the tracks in the car. And obviously, as soon as you realize that the doors aren't open, they're like pounding their fists on the windows and stuff. That's not going to break the windows. Yeah, you try you. to like use your feet Use or your something. feet. Yeah, get on your back and fucking kick those windows. Yeah. Out. That's what I would do. So what I would do, oh, fuck, I probably wouldn't have gone into the house, honestly. Like from the beginning, we would have went and I'd be like, this is not the right place. Oh, yeah, that's. But you also got to think it's 98. GPS isn't really a thing. That's true. But like, I'm assuming there would have been a house number you would have been able Mm -hmm. to look at, right? Okay, say you're in the house and you're already there. Like, what would you do? Like, I feel like the first moment I saw something scary, I'd be out of there. And honestly, if it was just a fun haunted house, the first scary thing I saw, I'd be out of there. Yeah. I also would have tried to maybe communicate with those those men that were doing the uh, exorcism, just not just being completely violent all at once. You know, maybe like, what are you guys doing? What is this place? Yeah. Someone like that. And then maybe they wouldn't have assaulted you. And then the uh, you possessed know, person wouldn't have killed everyone. Yeah, you know what you should have done to the possessed person? Should have gotten that old leaf blower out, blown at her. Okay. Where did you get a leaf blower from? Donnie Darko. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too many callbacks. <laughs> anyway, what, you got some sweet facts for us, Ryan? <laughs> I don't have too many. I actually only have two here. Uh, <laughs> I don't have too many. I have two. I have two. <laughs> Anyways... 
Jesus Christ. That sounded like Ryan. That sounded like someone <laughs> running over a cat. Anyway. The main house that the uh, uh, the framing is in. Jesus Christ. Let me try that again. The, the main house in the framing story is um, the same house from the Marble Hornets web series. Okay. Which, if you guys haven't seen that, yeah, I, would, I would recommend some of it. It's pretty good. It's Yeah, it's based on... Is it, it's not all based on Slender Man, is it? Yes. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have seen it. It's um, really creepy. My second fun fact we already talked about, which is just Tuesday the 17th, is just a big reference to Friday the 13th. That's all you got on this? So back to Ryan's terrible commentary corner. I hate I think this. we're just listening to Billie Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst. Okay. So, just a couple of notes I made. Love the movie. Uh, obviously, I'm a sucker for found footage when it's done right, and I thought you. this movie was really good. You. It was done really well. Of all people. I do think VHS 2 is much, much better. Yes. But this movie is still, for the think- first thing, and this was a real, like, uh, I saw in a lot of places, they were saying this was like almost like a trust fall of a movie, because it was such a, a different thing that people don't really do, especially in the found footage. Uh, genre Mm -hmm. so it was really intense um i thought it was like super creative lots of fun ideas in this one Mm -hmm. like the last one just a haunted house being actually haunted just is really fun to me um i also mentioned why does it seem like every man who's got a camera and there's a woman around is like we should make a sex tape yeah it's paranormal activity activity two of the ones in this it's so bad yeah every man is like oh my god i have to have this for my Porn collection. Speaking of porn, one thing you missed that's on IMDb is the word fuck is apparently said around 240 times. Oh, really? yeah. I saw that. I just didn't think it was. I also want to say that you didn't mention that this was produced uh, by the website uh, Bloody Disgusting, which is a horror movie. Yeah, well, it wasn't done by the website, the creator of it. It's the, the, yeah. He's the creator of it? Yeah, the creator of it, the director, oh, whatever, wow. actually okay. came up with the idea for the movie. One okay. thing that I also noticed on IMDb in terms of their goofs section, um, apparently in the 1998 segment, uh, if you have a keen enough eye, you can see cars that are way beyond 1998, <laughs> obviously. I um, love that. The last thing in my little commentary corner here, uh, I just thought the effects were really, really cool, really fun. Like uh, Emily tearing at her arm was really cool looked real the dude getting his neck his neck his neck slashed was really cool <laughs> what about the pp yeah dicks are cool he had a pretty small dick i gotta say probably around ryan's size oh my god we're not here to pretty small we're not here pretty to, small we're not here to uh dick shame dick shame. i only said that because ryan has alluded to himself having a small oh okay so i'll take a look when he goes through puberty it might like be a, true I don't... okay let's see it I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> oh, no. The last time I asked Ryan to show me his ass, he did. Remember? Yeah. He sent that picture. <laughs> I sent a picture of right, me on right. the toilet. <laughs> on that note, uh, thanks for joining us on episode 13 of Survive the Night. On the next episode, we're going to be talking about the horror classic Phantasm. Boy. Ryan farted. 
so if you haven't seen it, again, uh, watch it so you can catch up and join us on our discussion. If you want to talk to us, there's a lot of ways you can do that. On social media, we're at on Instagram, s.t.n underscore podcast. On Twitter, we're at stnpod. On Facebook, you can just search our group uh, by typing in Survive the Night Podcast. 42 members. What's up? What's up? Boom. Once we get to 69 members, we're going to close the group. No. We screenshot, and then we wait to get it to 420. Good call. And then 666, and then, yeah. Uh, and then 12 years old. You can you can email us at survivethenightpodcast at gmail.com. We've gotten one email. All right. Do you want to read it, actually? Do you have yeah. it right now? Give me one second here. For a second, I thought you had printed it off and put it <laughs> on paper. <laughs> uh, before it. I read it out, like, what, what were you guys' like final thoughts on the movie um overall i i I found it to be okay i wasn't i didn't love it i didn't hate it um again a couple of the 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 tapes were pretty creepy uh yeah that's my main takeaway yeah i liked it um i don't think it again it's going to be any of my uh favorites but uh it's good spooky time good movie found footage love it yes okay (laughs) (laughs) here's the email uh hey losers could you please do episodes on The Witch, Drag Me to Hell, and Scooby-Doo? Now, with that, though, which Scooby-Doo? The live action or the mm. pinnacle of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island? Oh, I thought the pinnacle was Scooby-Doo and Batman. No, oh, it's right. Zombie Island is definitely the pinnacle. Because that's the first time the monsters are... Oh. I guess not technically, because there was Werewolf. Is that a cartoon? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Uh... Blah, 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 blah. These are all film masterpieces that deserve a great amount of attention. That's true. I think they would be perfect for your podcast. I'm a huge fan and totally unbiased in that opinion. Sincerely, Robin Elliott. Um, uh, again, thank you for this. Uh, yeah, stranger. Rant, kind stranger. S- yeah, this is just a random uh, email from someone we don't know. And they love the podcast, and that's great. Yeah. Uh, email us again. At survive the night podcast at gmail.com and tell us which Scooby Doo because I really hope you mean Zombie Island because we will cover it. I'll make them cover it. Okay. On that note, uh, we will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks again for listening and bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.